the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and where every week we ask the vital question, Texas, Florida, or Belize? Where should we go? It's a good question. There are other states in the running, but those seem to be the most popular. I actually know some people that moved to Belize. And oh, have, Belize. Uh, no, really. Yeah. Belize. <laughs> and uh, they they enjoy that. And then, of course, Costa Rica. That's another uh, destination that seems to be friendly to American nationals. Right. And if we don't like it, though, we can always come back and say we're fleeing gang violence. Right. Cross the border. Absolutely. Yep. And there's plenty of places to cross well, still. And to help us sort out... And answer that vital question. We have on in studio with us Susan Shelley. Uh, welcoming back to the show. She is with a columnist and on the editorial board with a Southern California news group that owns the Los Angeles Daily News, Orange Co- the Orange County Register, the Press Enterprise, San Marino Sun, In- Inland Daily Bulletin, and the Redlands Daily Facts, where I where I live. And she's also where facts are rare. Yeah, well, no, no, it's, it's mainstream media. Okay. And also is Vice President for Communications with the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Welcome to the show. Thank so, you. So what's your answer? Texas, Florida, or Belize? My answer is I'm not giving up on California. Oh, you're going to stick it out with the rest of us, huh? I'm going to stick it out. This state is too good to give up. We're not giving up on California. You're right. There's a, there's a lot to love about California and... Uh, you know, those coastal elites, I can't wait until climate change floods their houses and we can actually uh, take them over, um, move into the upper stories. I always wonder about that. You know, you've got all these coastal elites that believe in climate change and mm-hmm. the oceans are rising, and yet they're more than willing to drop $20 million on an oceanfront home in Malibu that are going to be the first casualties in the great climate change ocean rising. Well, that's a good point. What's happening to the prices of beachfront property? They're still going up. Still going up. But apparently, people haven't gotten the word that those are going to be the first casualties of... It's like Mexican real estate. I didn't know this, but if you go down to Mexico and buy real estate, you as an American, you cannot own it. You only get a 99-year lease, mm. which is kind of like climate change because sometime in the next 99 years, those houses are going to be gone. So we should let the folks in Malibu know they have the equivalent of a Mexican lease on that land. Those houses are going to be gone. Yeah, or maybe they really don't believe the climate change hoax that they're peddling. Nobody believes it. Because Even the, them? The money tells the truth. That's you know, a big it, question. It, the Do they believe it? I think if they believe it, they believe it in some general way that it's going to be 100 years in the future and it's not going to be that bad. Because if they really believed it, those houses would be worth 10 cents. If anybody thought that the world was coming to an end immediately, nobody would be buying that property. The money doesn't lie. Interesting. We just debunked climate change. Through common sense economics. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Just these are, basic common sense. <laughs> right, these are the same people that take the, drive their SUV to the global warming rallies. That's right. 
or fly their private jet. Well, right. you know, global warming has become the apocalypse of the of the moment. There's always something. It's either a long time ago it was nuclear apocalypse. We have to do this and that because the world's going to come to an end. I have a book from the 1980s on my shelf that actually says we must do solar power because the Soviets might bomb us and then we'll lose our grid. And if we do solar power, it'll all be diffused and we won't all be shut down at the same time. So they were still arguing for this really inefficient technology because the sun does go down it does go down this we know and then there's no power from solar and we need electricity at night so we still need generators but even back in the 1980s people were trying to force this down our throats i was told when i was going to elementary school and that was late 60s and then junior high and early 70s that we were on the verge of another ice age that's right that was the fashion of the moment it was an ice so start burning fossil fuels to avert the ice age we did and now they're saying global climate change because you're burning fossil fuels yeah, except their answer to global cooling was the same as their answer to global warming more government higher taxes less freedom less prosperity right more control over what energy you use what water you use and climate change is always the excuse of the day for higher taxes well, it is. And actually, I just want to let everybody know in our listening audience, because we track this, we are again celebrating Nacho Day. Really? It's, an, it's a perennial celebration. Every day is Nacho Day. And today is 561 days since Hillary Clinton is not Joe president. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is something to celebrate. Oh, oh, yeah. Always cause for celebration. It really is. Well, let's not waste any more time, Don, with our wonderful guest here. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got midterms to talk about. We've got immigration news to talk about. Uh, President's approval rating ticked up above Barack Obama's this week. He's now, according to Rasmussen, at 50%, whereas Barack Obama was at 45 at this point in time in his presidency. So and and the Russians are continuing to meddle in our elections. So out of this cornucopia of possibilities, which direction would you like to go? Well, let's talk about what the Russian meddling really was, because if this was meddling in our elections, we should all be really concerned. We should be down at the county offices in every right. county in, in California demanding to know what they're doing to protect the voter rolls from being tampered with. We should be looking at the at, we should be auditing. Really, we should be auditing the results of every election. How many people cast a vote? How many votes did we count? Does it match? We should be looking to see if there was meddling in the election. You know, I had a very frustrating trip to the uh, Riverside Registrar of Voters to do just that. And I I couldn't find anybody that spoke English. They all spoke Russian. <laughs> I couldn't get anybody that so could pretty, actually... pretty far well, gone yeah, already. You know, <laughs> we're way over Those the Russians are everywhere. <laughs> oh, I, well, I don't think that uh, the, the Russian meddling is actual meddling in the election. They They fiddled around in the campaign, as they have done everywhere else and for a long time in many previous elections. So they took out Facebook ads. Okay. Was your mind changed by a Facebook post in this election? Half of half of those ads, by the way, more than half ran after the election. After the election. So there you go. What I don't know why they thought why they thought they were going to affect the election that way or if they were just tampering because this is what they do. It's like a like a Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon. This yeah, but is just who to, they are. But thanks to the Democrats and the mainstream media, I mean, whatever they did, this it, it succeeded. In, ter- uh, in terms of disrupting our politics, they probably are still you know, pinching themselves to think whether, it, whether they could have had that much success with their $100,000 worth of 
Facebook ads. Uh, you know, who's really disrupting our elections? It's these Democrats that are insisting that our elections were disrupted. They're the ones that are that are carrying on that Donald Trump is not a legitimate president. There's nothing to suggest that Donald Trump is not a legitimate president. He won the election. They're not happy about that. But where's their candidate for the next election? Where's their agenda? Where's their platform? Where are their ideas? They don't have that. So they're just going to run in circles and say, oh, we're going to impeach Trump. We're going to impeach Trump. If they think they're going to win seats in the House and Senate, threatening to throw out the president who's responsible for this economy, for 4% economic growth, if they think they're going to win with that, they really need to get another line of work. I think this continued Russian conversation coming out of the media and coming out of Democrats is an effort to sow potential uh, discord into the results of the midterms if there's no blue wave. If it turns out to be a red tsunami, they are now able to blame officially the Russians if the Democrats lose. We do have midterms coming up. That's a topic we want to get into with our guest, Susan Shelley, who is with the Southern California News Group, a writer. Follow her work uh, wherever papers are sold. She's also now with the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, helping them with their media outreach. We will continue with the Unite IE program, Susan Shelley, and our great technical analysis of all things political after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now is the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Program. Midterm Madness is next up in our conversation. Uh, Contributing to Midterm Madness is going to be the movie that is opening this weekend, Dinesh D'Souza's brand new film, Death of a Nation, that tries to get to the bottom of where progressivism comes from, where fascism comes from, and has a... A very insightful interview with Richard Spencer probing the depths of what is Richard Spencer's political worldview. The media wants to tell us it's alt-left, that he's a white supremacist, that he's a person that embraces Donald Trump, Donald Trump's worldview, uh, the conservative worldview. And we learn in the movie nothing further could... The truth is so far away from that narrative that it doesn't even deserve to be considered anymore. Yeah, I've, I saw the Inland Empire premiere that we that you helped organize here in, in Riverside on Monday night, and 
I strongly, strongly recommend seeing this movie as, you, as it really helps you understand the battle at hand, who the other side is, what they really believe. And unfortunately, what you come away with is the conclusion is that there is an irreconcilable difference between the Democrat Party and the rest of us Americans and what we believe. And when we believe in the principles of the founding, they do not. And he, t- he lays it out how liberalism and leftism and progressivism, it belongs, it's on the same side as, not the same as, as communism, Nazism, fascism. That the, that the biggest lie, and D'Souza talks about this, the big lie of American politics, at least one of them, is that Nazis are really just more extreme Republicans. When Nazi, which is short for National Socialist Party in German, belongs firmly on the left side of the political spectrum. That's right. And the difference between the the fascists and the Nazis and the communists is, under communism, the state controls and owns all the private businesses and all the the means of production. Under fascism, yes, still nominally in private hands, but the state controls it through very heavy regulation. The net effect being really very very much the same, but that's but they really they really are similar philosophies. They are very similar, and the, the the two major philosophies of political thought are individual rights and collectivism. Individual rights means that you have the right to your life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of your own happiness. And collectivism means everything kind of belongs to everybody, and the government's job is to distribute it fairly. In an individual rights philosophy, the government's job is to protect individual rights. And that's what our Constitution calls for, and that was the genius of the founding of the United States. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, because that was part of the conversation between Dinesh D'Souza and Richard Spencer, is where do rights come from? Dinesh D'Souza asked him his beliefs. Uh, uh, about this, their physical underpinnings, whether or not he sought to conserve the principles of America's founding. He says, I've been critical about this throughout my entire life. And he says, rights come from the state, not because they're inalienable or come from a higher power. So all the way down the list of all of those things, Spencer says, ultimately, the state gives you those rights. The state is the source of rights, not the individual. So nothing could be further from the truth that Richard Spencer is a representative of anything close to conservatism or the founding principles. And it's a great movie to set the stage for midterms, because in California, Nothing could be more important than the midterms that we have coming up because we've got an opportunity to literally change the political landscape here in California. And it's so important that we do that. It's so important because if we had a new governor, if John Cox could win this election, he could replace these boards of regulators, these commissioners, these people who are unelected government officials running our businesses remotely. And it's just not working. It is not working anywhere and it has to stop and the only way it can stop is with a new governor okay and yes but and this past week there was a a new poll released uh this was by the ppic maybe a liberal leaning organization but the results were newsom 55 percent john cox 31 percent uh will skip five percent aren't going to vote five percent and don't know nine percent that's a huge margin to, to, to overcome, and I don't know that Cox has the 
either the fighting spirit or the necessary money to wage that a, a, a battle to overcome that in California, which is just so expensive to run in because there are so many media markets. Well, there's no question this is a very, very tough state. This is a very expensive state. But people are leaving it because they're so frustrated. And there is energy out there. And things do change. Things do change. You know, before Newt Gingrich won the House, before the Republicans took the gavels in 1994, nobody predicted it. Nobody thought that was going to happen. And the news anchors were reporting, it was very much like the Donald Trump election. The news anchors just looked gaunt and pale as they were reporting that all of these Democratic lions were going down to defeat. And the Republicans took the gavels for the first time in 40 years. You can feel it before you can see it. What are you feeling? I'm feeling that people have had it in California. Mm-hmm. And I think there will be energy in this election, in this, in this midterm election. I think there will be an unexpectedly strong Republican showing. Will it be enough to overcome the sort of auto voting that we have where people are registered Democrats and they get their slate mailer in the mail and they just vote? Hard to know. And, of course, we've had these changes in the election law that sent, now we're going to send out uh, absentee ballots to everyone who's registered, whether they're even in existence or not. We're yeah. going to put ballots in the mail and we're going to send them out and they can be returned to a, a, an unattended ballot box with no cameras and no eyes watching to see if the same person's coming back again and again. So who knows if we can overcome that. This is important. Tell us again how California election law has changed for the upcoming November midterms. Well, this is a new law that was passed by the legislature a couple of years ago. It's beginning to take effect now. It was tested in a couple of counties in June and I think it's going I think it's going wide in 2020, but it will be in some places in 2018. And and what will happen is the counties will mail out a vote by mail ballot to every registered voter. Now, in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles County, according to Judicial Watch, which is suing over this, the registration rate is 144% of eligible adults. I, now, that's some math for you. You have to admire that level of civic dedication. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you go to the county officials and you say, what about this? They say, oh, well, we don't, we, we don't, um, we don't, we don't, we don't think that's right. But they they won't let you really look, and they don't like questions. And really, I think the way to fix this is to have a statewide audit of the election results. How many people were registered? How many people cast ballots? How many ballots did we count? And let's see what the relationship is in those numbers. Now, here's a question, because in June of 2018, after the midterms, one of the problems that emerged from this process was is that Sacramento County officials still had more than 200,000 additional ballots to process following election night. That was uh, June 11th. That was like five days afterwards. So um, one of the problems, one of the challenges of this system is going to be, are they ready to count all of these ballots that are going to be mailed in. What they said, I think it was in that county, maybe it was in one of the others that experimented. What they said is that they were going to have to bring in temps to do this work. Well, wow, do you think that's a vulnerability in security? That people could come in and, and be hired as a temp? Nobody really knows anything about them, and they come in, and they're going to start counting the late-arriving absentee ballots and the provisional I think ballots. I saw the ads for that on Craigslist, and Russian-speaking <laughs> speakers are preferred for that job. So you've got to be able to speak Russian in order to get hired as a temp in order to count the votes. Das Vodonia. 
Duh. <laughs> well, when they proposed this, they said, well, people will start voting early and then the votes will come in in this uh, regular pattern and we won't be overwhelmed by the work. But what happened instead is they got a tremendous surge on Election Day. And, you know, probably that's legitimate. Many people want to wait until they've seen the mail and they've read the editorials and they've made up their mind. They don't necessarily want to vote a month ahead of of when they're going to see all the rest of the material. So a tremendous number of ballots came in at the very end and it overwhelmed all the workers that were there. Yeah, but there's, I mean, we're just scratching the surface of problems with California elections, that there's just no security whatsoever in terms of who can register. Anyone can register any number of times. They look at the list of people who haven't voted and vote for them. Oh, we have to take a break here, but there's one example they found at uh, EIP that one woman goes into the registrar and tries to get her husband taken off the voting list because he's dead and been dead for 10 years, brought in his death certificate, and they refused because he's been voting regularly. That's oh. just crazy. We have Susan Shelley from the Southern California News Group in studio with us. She is dressing up the studios of AM590 this weekend, making us look really good. Thank you for coming by, Susan, and uh, sharing the microphones with us. We'll be back after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your direct mortgage lender. If you're considering a new home purchase or a refinance of a current home, and you know everything about every financial option, your income is plain vanilla, straight salary, and you've got perfect credit, then perhaps dealing with one of those online lenders you see on TV makes sense. However, if you don't consider yourself a financial expert, and you want someone you can trust to listen to what you're looking for, and suggest the best option for you, then call us at Wholesale Capital at 855-640-2020. Whether you're a millennial buying your first house, a baby boomer wondering how to get out of debt before retirement, or a retiree who needs a plan to help you live more comfortably, we can find products and strategies to fit your scenario. In the age of rising interest rates, increasing home values, and mortgage products that are changing daily, you might want to talk to the experts that can help you navigate through some options to figure out the best plan for you. Call Wholesale Capital at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One more time, day or night, 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. AM590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased and honored to have Susan Shelley in studio with us with the Southern California News Group and the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. In our final minutes for this half hour, we want to talk again, promote, and encourage you to go see Dinesh D'Souza's latest movie, Death of a Nation. Both Don and I have seen it, and we strongly recommend it. It really lays out the, the uh, who our opponents are in this great struggle, as well as the understanding of the issues and the principles behind the battles we're fighting. And it- it is everywhere in the Inland Empire. The place that we held the screening, the Regal Riverside Plaza Stadium 16, it's showing there. It's in the Corona Dos Lagos 15, the Starlight Dos Lagos 15. It is in Ontario. It is in Redlands, in Anaheim, for the folks that are west of us, Foothill Ranch, Hemet, Orange, uh, it's everywhere. You can find a location near you by going to deathofanation.com. Uh, at that website, you'll see a little orange banner that says tickets. 
go grab your uh, click on that and you can punch in your county your location and find tickets everywhere and i highly recommend this uh film uh the first 15 minutes of it are great because 10 15 minutes because it recounts the insanity of the commentary coming out of the left leading up to the election and then election night it's that typical red meat um watching the celebrities claim uh, no way he's going to get elected. Moving to election night, you see everybody from Rachel Maddow to Sent Younger to the mainstream media literally melting down as Donald Trump uh, creeps closer and closer and closer to electoral victory. Yeah, that was a great, in his previous movie. Uh, D'Souza said this: "Says how much do we need another Washington, Lincoln, or Reagan? But we don't have them." But we have us, and that's where the that's where the, the ultimate purpose of his movie is. Lincoln and the Republicans saved the nation one time. Can we do it again? Because what the movie lays out is the nation and the republic and our constitution and our self government and our freedom are at stake, and we need to act. We need to do things. We do, and it's really important that everybody get out and watch this movie this weekend because the way that Hollywood works, it's the numbers from the first weekend that really count. They determine the future of the number of theaters that are in. So go see Death of a Nation this weekend. Take your family. You will not be uh, disappointed. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And we are classing up the join around here in the AM590 studios for the United ID Radio Show with the amazing, the wonderful and beautiful Susan Shelley from the new, uh, Southern California News Group. See, I, I, can't, I get tongue-tied around you from the <laughs> Southern California News Group and also now with the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. And up next... Midterm madness, Susan. Well, midterm madness. Everybody, are you registered to vote? Are you sure you're registered to vote? Make sure you're registered to vote and that you vote and that everybody you know votes because the turnout is very important in a midterm election. It is very important. And I would have uh, thought that a reminder like that would have been uh, almost pointless up until my experience over the last month. I've been helping a few candidates and we've been knocking on doors. And I was shocked at the number of people that answered the door and said, oh, we need to register. We just moved into the area or we really want to vote. We're not registered. It wasn't just like one family. Well, there are a lot of people that don't know when the elections are. And that's isn't that crazy? It is crazy. But, you know, people don't have uh, the sort of Cracker Barrel media that we used to have in the three TV network era years years ago. What's Cracker Barrel media? It's way before the current era. Cracker Barrel refers to everybody's around the same Cracker Barrel in a a restaurant or a general store. And they're telling the same stories and everybody's hearing the same information. It's not like that anymore. Interesting. We're in silos. People are walking around. You can see it visually. You can see people with their phone and their earbuds, and you're not reaching them. What are they listening to? Mm. They're listening to music. They're listening to podcasts. They're they're on the phone talking to friends. They're not watching the same newscasts the way it was before cable TV years and years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a different era. It's hard to reach people. Mm. And people have the opportunity to select their source of information. Many people 
will get all their news from late night comedy monologues. How scary is that? You have to reach people where they are. And it's really important for candidates to understand, not just to go for the high propensity list that everybody reaches. Are we winning with that? We are not. You have to reach everybody. And you have to talk to them about the issues that they're concerned about. Not the ones you want them to be concerned about, but really what they are concerned about. And offer solutions and explain the fundamentals. Register to vote. Find your polling place. Vote by mail. This is how it's done. This is how you make change in America. Well, it is. I'm, I, I, yeah, Greg, uh, I just want to reiterate that winning elections on the local level is all about the fundamentals. It's knocking on doors. It's going to where the voters are. And if you don't do that, I was uh, spoke to a group of uh, uh, the L.A. County Republican Women Federated, and they're like, how do we reach people? And I go, you know what? There is no simple answer. And there's no easy answer. It's the it's the basics. It's knocking on doors. It's going out and get yourself an L.A. County uh, registrar voters printout list and start calling those people and find out where those Republicans are and motivate them to get out to work. Do your own get out the vote uh, effort between all of Absolutely. your groups. It's the most effective way, Greg. People have I've written, read many articles over the years lamenting the effects of Democrat policies in California on the, the terrible government-run schools, uh, particularly for poor people that really need a better school to have a chance to getting ahead. You look at the condition of San Francisco. You look at the rising crime. You look at the water, deliberately engineered water shortage. Since 2000, California voters have approved $36 billion in water bonds, and there's, eight, there's another 8 or $9 billion on the November ballot. And where is our water? Well, this is a choice that the that the regulators in California have made, not even the politicians, but this is another case of unelected regulators setting priorities for how water is going to be allocated. That's the word they use, allocated in California. And what they have decided is that fish are more important than farms and cities. Do you think fish are more important than farms and cities? This depends is a on again. depends on the fish. If they're small little <laughs> bait fish, yes, those are extremely important. Apparently, well, apparently so. They have lawyers and they have a legal defense fund, and they are holding California hostage. Well, and we're it, on I the can't hook. even afford a lawyer, and yet a bait fish can afford a lawyer. Isn't that crazy? You know, if it's a salmon with a nice miso glaze on it, you know, I can, I, I can see that. <laughs> Well, this is, these are choices that are made. A lot of people don't realize that the, the water that comes to us from the Delta, from the California Delta, there are two water projects that were built in the 1930s. That's a federal project. And side by side with it, the state water project, which was built in the 60s. You're still paying for that in your property tax bill. You're still paying for the state water project. And yet, in the 1980s, 8 million acre feet of water a year was pumped from the Delta south, and now it's under four million acre feet. So it doesn't matter how much an acre foot is. The point is half the amount of water that we used to get from the Delta in the 1980s is what we're getting now. And that was a choice that was made. See, I think this is, I think this is, a, is deliberate policy by the ruling Democrats in Sacramento. It's not just they're, they're, they're making a mistake. Is It is to downsize the California dream. It is downsize the standard of living of ordinary people, not themselves, of course. 
Right. And keep and keep people in a perpetual crisis, so they can grab more. Well, we have a water shortage. Um, you know, we need to impose more regulation. We need to impose more control. We need to pass this water rationing law that I think needs more attention from the Republicans. Is that we're going to cut your water use in half? So you really have a have a choice between taking a shower today or washing clothes today. Well, the way this is really going to work, in my opinion, is they're just trying to create a sense of perpetual crisis so that when the bill comes and it's twice what you paid a year ago, you're just going to pay it and you're not going to vote them out of office. How do you measure water? You measure water different ways. Acre feet is what it's it's the amount of water that it takes to fill a square acre to a depth of one foot. Oh, That's okay. what an acre foot is. Because I was going to say, I don't know whether it's my age or not, but I definitely have acre feet. <laughs> It's been, I, I, I don't know what to do anymore in order to get, uh, you know, my feet to feel normal again. Because they, they ache all the time. From water to gas, we have another issue that's going to be on the ballot. And we've got to get people out to vote to make sure that they vote yes on Prop 6. Yes, on Proposition 6, repeal the gas tax increase. Absolutely. Very, very important. This will save you directly. Probably, if you're a family of four, it could save you 750 or $800 a year. And let me explain why. It's not just the $0.12 cents per gallon tax on gasoline, mm-hmm. which is enough. I mean, that could, right. that could run you $400 a year, depending on how much you drive and how many cars your family has. It's not just that. It's also the $0.20 cent per gallon increase in the price of diesel fuel. Diesel fuel is what moves trucks. Trucks are what move food. Food is more expensive in California because we have raised the price of trucking. And this has raised the cost of living in California even higher than it already was. And there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. There was another option last year. There was Assembly Bill 496 by Vince Fong, which would have used the existing transportation-related revenue, the existing taxes we already paid including sales taxes from vehicle sales. Vehicles use the road. That's a transportation-related tax. That could be spent to fix the roads. But no, it had to be a tax increase because that's what Jerry Brown wanted. He wanted a tax increase before he left office. And they pushed it through, and then Josh Newman got recalled over it, which when you hear people in Sacramento talk about it, they describe it the way someone else would talk about an Ebola epidemic. (gasps) Oh, my, this could happen to all of us. Right, and now see, and that's, that's important because it wasn't just that he was recalled; it was, it was almost twenty points. That's right, he was recalled. It was about sixty forty. It was almost sixty forty to recall him. And for all that the Democrats insist, well, this was just a political effort to whatever by the Republicans. The voters in the district are the ones who turned out and recalled him, and they weren't kidding around. They were angry, and rightly so. Rightly so. The poverty rate in California is over twenty percent. That is shameful. The highest cost of living adjusted poverty rate in the country, yet those same people are the Democrat Party's most loyal voters. Well, we have to do a better job of explaining the connection between the policies that people think they support and the bills they're paying. That's Prop 6. Yes, on Prop 6, that's a big reason for people to get out to vote. And there are a lot of races around the Inland Empire that are extremely important, things that people can actually get involved in. Well, and in my view, the most important races in California are going to be are the congressional races. Good. Let's talk about those as soon as we get back from a uh, ad from our uh, or a reminder uh, about our sponsor for this half hour. And uh, Greg, 
Who 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 sponsors okay. our show? This is for always, the second half hour. This is always my favorite part of doing this show. You do introduce our sponsor for this half, All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased and honored to have Susan Shelley from the Southern California News Group and the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association joining us in studio discussing all matters political here in California. And Susan, uh, the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association has a conference coming up. Yes, we do. We're going to be in the Inland Empire at the Doubletree by Hilton, Ontario Airport. Mark your calendar, Saturday, September 8th, from 8 in the morning until noon, we're going to have a taxpayer conference with a continental breakfast. It's all free. The parking is free. The conference is free. The breakfast is free. Come and join us. What are you guys, Democrats? No. We're no. just generous. Okay. Well, it's really... With other people's money. It's really important. <laughs> it's really important that people get organized. You know, yes. you we're talking about how, to, how do you make change? How do you convince voters? How do you get the message out? We want to bring people together. We want to explain to homeowners and taxpayers what's going on in California and what they can do about it. So we're going to have some people come and speak to us and we're going to answer questions and we're going to bring people together. We're going to talk about the importance of yes on Prop 6 to repeal the gas tax increase. We're going to talk about a lot of things involving the attacks on Proposition 13, which have to be stopped. We have to get together and make sure that we protect Proposition 13. So Saturday, September 8th, 8 o'clock in the morning, go to hjta.org and you'll see the little RSVP logo for the for the taxpayer conference. So people have to RSVP. You must RSVP. We have so you to gotta be we, on the list. You have to be on the list. We have or to know. the big burly bouncers will bounce you right out of the double we tree. We have to no, make Susan sure will. we have no, enough no, croissants. No, Susan will do that. Susan will. <laughs> oh, wow. We have to make sure we have enough orange juice and enough croissants for there everybody. There you go. It's the 40th anniversary also yes, of the uh, Howard Is it? So that means it's 40 years since Prop 13 was passed? Yes, it is. It was 1978. It was June wow. 6th, 1978. When voters got together, just like they're doing now with the repeal of the gas tax, just ordinary people get together and signing petitions and making change that's awesome and that was done even before the days of the internet that's right that how was, in the world fax machines were there even fax, fax machines fax machines phones knocking on the doors and you know what the state of california really helped because every time somebody would send out a property tax bill when one of those counties would send out a property tax bill you could hear the screaming coming up through the roofs of the homes wow. how can this be that the property tax bills are doubling and it was because there was no limit on what the assessment could be so the assessment went up with the market value and then you were paying taxes there used to be a joke i I always wanted to live in a million dollar house and now i do and it was because the the taxes were going with the uh, with the inflation adjusted value that people were getting creamed by it and that's really what drove the vote just as an aside i've had creamed spinach but i've never had creamed people (laughs) the uh 
John Cox was out in front of the old, the house from the Brady Bunch. And that house is now cost $2 million. And it's probably a bidding war for it. Just, yes. Yeah. It, well, so, people can't afford these payments. And, and the jobs in California don't pay what it takes to buy the median house anymore. Oh, no. So, so Mike and Carol Brady couldn't afford that house. That's right. So the, what we started to talk about in our last segment is I think the most important races in California are the congressional races because that could determine whether or not the Republicans still control the House of Representatives. And for all our complaints about inaction and not doing what we want them to do from the Republicans that control the House, you can imagine what it will be if the Democrats, who I mean, there will be nothing that requires congressional action, we'll get through the House. All of the investigations into deep state corruption and politicization that, that have been gone in the House, those will end. And the, the most likely will start in trying to impeach Donald Trump. No one needs a majority vote in the House of Representatives. So that, and the, the races in California, about seven House districts, that, that could turn on who controls the House of Representatives. So in and of itself, that is a good reason to get out and for any for Republicans, for anyone who believes in the MAGA cause, to get out there and vote and work in these elections to make sure that other people get out to vote. It's very important. It's very important because truly we are seeing genuine economic growth with policies that really work. And this is making the Democrats very upset because it's not just that they don't like Trump. They don't like being wrong for their whole career, which they are about the economy. They're wrong. Their policies don't work. My view of it is if the Republicans have the kind of had a quarter of the fighting spirit of Donald Trump, we'd be talking about how many seats the Republicans are going to gain. Not they're going to lose. And the, the number one issue is going to be immigration and securing the border. The Democrats have made it abundantly clear they want open borders and unlimited immigration for their own selfish political reasons. And they care not one iota about the effects of this mass immigration on Americans. Because we know that more than 90% of the drugs that are killing 66,000 Americans every year are coming across the Mexican border. And do the Democrats want to secure that border? Absolutely not. They want that border open, and they're perfectly willing to see 66,000 Americans killed every year so they can advance their cause of stacking the voting deck in their favor. And that party should not win an election anywhere, anytime, including dog catcher in San Francisco. Republican 2018 platform stands on things like border security. Uh, a booming economy, better trade deals, infrastructure. Uh, Donald Trump wants to pass an infrastructure. The Democratic platform of 2018, what is that? It's all about hating Donald Trump. I can't tell you. I can I can honestly, because I, I watch this, I can honestly tell you what I think the Republican platform and the Republican accomplishments are. If you ask me, what do the Democrats stand for in 2018? The Literally, the only thing that I can come up with is hating Donald Trump. That's it. That is not a platform. That open is open borders. Well, yeah, I mean open borders, but um, you know that 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 manifests itself in things like hating ICE. Uh, they want they, they they at first they wanted to uh, uh, ban ICE. They want to get rid of it. Now they actually want to prosecute ICE and take them, you know, before some kind of a court for you know caging children. And they want to repeal the tax cut. So they're for higher taxes yeah, and they're for abolishing thing. ICE. And if they think they can win on that, I'd, <laughs> I'm going to look forward to election night. Yeah. 
Well, they yeah. they Demo- one thing Democrats can do is they can definitely get women to wear pink hats. They can get them to protest ICE, but I don't know if they can get them to do much more. I, I just I, I don't know. I don't yeah. even have a pink hat. There you go. Well, that we can be thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, I have one. That's not a story. I don't, even know how to, I don't even know how to go away from that. I don't even know how to go away from that. I tell you, I do know how. Let's take a quick break, regroup for our final segment of the United High Radio program featuring Susan Shelley, who's joined us to class up the place here yeah. on the, uh, in the AM Despite our best efforts to the contrary. That's right. And uh, here on the United High Radio show, we'll be back after a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show. The show for the most important political office. You guys out there and every one of you guys listening to this show this weekend needs to carve out two hours to go see Death of a Nation, Dinesh D'Souza's, D'Souza's, D'Souza, Dinesh D'Souza's That's his sister. That's his sister, Susie. And just, it's very easy to find a theater that is showing it. Simply go to deathofanationmovie.com. At that homepage, you're going to see a little yellow banner down under the uh, interestingly morphed face of Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump and click on get tickets and it'll take you to a place where you can search every county uh, in the country. Uh, It's already preset with Los Angeles, but uh, just punch in Riverside, find a theater and go buy some popcorn and watch a movie. It'll be great. You'll be inspired, and uh, then you'll want to send all your friends and family to see the movie. Let's get great attendance this weekend, because every metric that the entertainment industry uses to measure the success of a movie comes out of the first weekend. So it's real important we all go out and see it, and then encourage our friends and family following. In our last thing, we were talking about how the Democrats want open borders and unlimited immigration to for their own to stack the voting deck. And then in the PPIC poll we talked about earlier, you look at the cross tabs, the underlying data. Some very inter- they look at the differences between native born and naturalized citizens. So, do you approve of Jerry Brown? Native approved fifty three, disapproved forty. Naturalized approved sixty three, disapproved nineteen. Do you approve of the legislature? Native born. Approve 43, disapprove 50. Naturalized, approve 66% to 23%. Would you vote for John Cox, Republican, or, or Gavin Newsom, Democrat? The native, John Cox, 33, Gavin Newsom, 53, a wide margin. But the naturalized, John Cox, 19%, Gavin Newsom, 67%. And there's a lot of other data, not just here in California, but over across the nation in polling. Uh, you look at foreign-born versus native-born. Who Do you believe the U.S. is better than other nations? Native-born, 65%. Foreign-born, 44%. 
Do you think of them, you think of yourself as a U.S. citizen or a citizen of the world? Native born, 85% U.S. citizen. Foreign born, 54%. Do you think the U.S. Constitution is a higher authority than international law? Native born, 67%. Foreign born, 37%. And lastly, do you think the school should teach students to be proud of being an American? Native born, 81%. Foreign born, 50%. And you see this difference. There's a lot more data I could go into. This is why the Democrats want open borders and unlimited immigration, because they can't sell their policies to Americans, so they have to import new voters who will be more receptive to big government policies. So that's why Ann Coulter says, and I join her in this, is that immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. So for, on our side, if you think Second Amendment is your most important issue, with continued mass immigration as it is, you will lose that issue. Let's say you're pro-life. That's your metro most important issue. Same thing. Because the immigrants will vote 75, 80%, and their children and grandchildren for the party that favors unrestricted abortion for the entire nine months of pregnancy for any and all reasons. You like low taxes. The immigrants will vote for, and their children and grandchildren, for the party that wants higher taxes. You pick the issue, and you will lose that issue with the continued mass immigration as it is. So there. Well, that pretty well sums it up, Greg. You really nailed that whole issue there with uh, how immigration is transforming the American landscape. And the Republicans utterly do not get this. I mean, how many times you heard a Republican, yeah, we're a nation of immigrants. We can't reduce immigration. Or Hispanics, they're just natural Republicans. Especially, and not just Hispanics in general. We're talking about the people that the, they're poor people, low skill, low education coming in from Guatemala. The idea that these people are going to, you know, let's have low taxes and the free enterprise system, that that, that argument's going to sell with those people is insane. We have a country that's being transformed by immigration. Now, I don't know how we're going to fix that at the voting booth this coming November 6th, but eventually we will. And one of the things we've got to do is we've got to build the muscle for getting people out to vote. And that's one thing that we Republicans have done a very bad job of doing is organizing, organizing around anything. And that's why this November is so important. And one of the places you can go to organize is on September 8th in Ontario to the Hilton Ontario Airport for the 40th anniversary of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Tell us more about the event. Remind folks to put this on their calendar. Please do. Please go to hjta.org and register. Just RSVP. It's a free conference. It's Saturday, September 8th at the Doubletree at Ontario Airport, which is at 222 North Vineyard Avenue. It's at 8 o'clock in the morning for breakfast. It's a three-hour conference that ends at noon. I hope to see you there. We'll put this up on the UniteIE.com website. Go there, get the information. We'll be back next Saturday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.